Activate your energy. Welcome to the Activated Authors Podcast, a show where we distill the core principles of what it takes to become a happy, healthy, and productive author, no matter what stage of the journey you're at. I'm your host, Daniel Wilcox. I'm an international best-selling author, as well as an author coach, speaker, and creative entrepreneur. But most importantly, I'm a lifelong student of all things productivity, psychology, and human behavior. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Without further ado, let's dive in. What is up, Activated Authors? And welcome back to another episode of the Activated Authors (laughs) Podcast. This week, we're back to usual programming with myself, Daniel Wilcox, and here with me every single week, except the weeks that she's not. It's Sunfrost. Hello, it's me. That was a little bit Mario there. Here's me. It's me, Sunfrost. Hey, Sam, how's it going? It's going the same as it's been, but I am attempting to put a brave face on it. Mm. How's it going with you? Yeah, good. Cool. <laughs> what have you been up to, Sam? <laughs> Sorry. What have you been up to? Um, well, this week I have had uh, my sister and, um, I was about to say nephew then, that's incorrect, niece. I don't have mm. a nephew. Um, my sister and niece uh, down for a couple of days so that's been fun because like it's been I think two years since I've seen them like in person um no it might be more than that <sighs> was it since, since lockdown oh wow that's three years at least yeah um and my niece is she's the same age as uh well she's a couple of months older but she's the same age as Miles so um the last time I saw her, you know, she's like nine, and mm. now she's taller than me. <gasps> yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Although, to yeah. be fair, from what I understand, because I remember around that age, my first girlfriend, in inverted commas, people not watching on YouTube, um, she suddenly grew taller than me because girls hit their growth spurt a little bit before guys do. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's really nice. She's um. She reminds me a lot of Miles. They have a, a lot of kind of similar um, quirks and humour and she's really into kind of like skincare and makeup. So she got very happy. Uh, this morning before they left, I got all of my makeup out and I uh, showed her some stuff and how to mm-hmm. like apply certain things and explain to her why uh, it's, it's like good to get um, like education and things off youtubers and instagram and stuff that's all great but i explained to her about camera makeup and why like you will never look like they look like on the camera because like they a lot of um like beauty influencers use like filters um so it auto blurs so like they're saying look how amazing this foundation is you can't see any pores it's like i couldn't see any pores before because you know um yeah and i, I so i've got uh, full face of makeup on at the minute which on the camera looks lovely but in real life looks I look a bit like an umpalumpa uh because you have to obviously <laughs> like I have to go higher in the makeup for it to read properly on camera mm-hmm. so I was showing her that I was like look I'm going to do my makeup like I do for camera and I showed her and she was like oh and then I took a picture and she's like oh and I was like there we go yeah. so I showed her how to do like a um just kind of like your basic mm. natural day-to-day face if she wanted to like play with it so yeah it was a lot of fun we got to play with makeup and that was really nice yeah i love it that is fundamentally key i mean when you look at all the pictures in restaurants and things like you know this because you know you've done camera work and stuff but 
like one thing that I learned, there was a video that was going around that showed all the montages of how to make like foam stay on coffees and how to make a burger look like it's steaming. And they literally, you will put a tampon, put, fill it with water, put it in the microwave, steam it, and then just put the tampon out of sight behind the burger. And it looks like it's coming from, and it's all this stuff where it's like, my burger doesn't look like that in real life. And like, you don't, obviously from a guy's perspective or the majority of guys perspective, I guess I should say, um, I've never had to like, conquer that or yeah. think think of that like i've had stage makeup for when i used to do shows and things which i hated yeah. i am no good with just like general stuff going on Especially my face stage it's like grease paint it's really oh it's horrible and i remember someone trying to like <laughs> they were great let's be honest we were like 14 15 but they tried to highlight my eyes by doing just like black smears around my eyes because i'm very weird about makeup around and in my eyes hence why my batman stuff was always weird um yes look into older episodes if you want to find out more about that and stuff but like i ended up looking like a panda bear on stage and i was yeah. like oh that's not good no no also um putting black all around your eyes uh while it highlights the white it actually shrinks your eyes so you want black on top and white in your waterline to make your eyes look bigger and stuff yeah obviously obviously yeah <laughs> yeah good um tell me something that you have enjoyed this week please oh man so much stuff been enjoying the crap out of things and just having yeah. the fun um yeah. i mean to be, to be fair i've so i we're in the middle of summer um yeah. particularly the six weeks of summer that the children have in which they frolic and thrive and run through the fields of wheat um and this is uh, the first week that i've gone without bailey in the summer so far so i have for the last couple of weeks been trying to dad and work and i've been now to see you and spend the week with you as well um so it's been a lot going on and it's been a lot like it's been really enjoyable but it's been a lot so this week has basically been uh monday was me recovering and taking things very very easy and specifically being like i'm taking things so slow today Proud because yeah like i woke up late I ended up doing a load of like planning in my um, legend planner, which I haven't for <laughs> the last week. Um, and just, just realigning myself because it's very easy when there's lots going on to lose sight of timescales of things, of stuff you've got to do, priorities, all that kind of thing. So yep. um, I've been working hard on that. I um, have been balancing the day job and doing things like that with a lot of finishing a lot of the things that are still on my to finish pile, which is, I, I, I can see it shrinking, which is beautiful. Um, and uh, I have also, what else have I done? Two things, one of them being the thing that I've really enjoyed, but one of the things is uh, I now have finished all of the web design stuff for authors. So on the Activated Authors website now, there is a, a tab, website for authors, and I'm offering a, a website design surface because I have for the last, well, I've been doing my own websites for about, nine years ever since i sort of started authoring um i started off shit like honestly like <laughs> i'm pretty sure my first website is still up and it is awful it was from my copy editing business um that was actually in 2013 so yeah 10 years ago mm. um but over the years each time i learn new stuff i've been reiterating i've been qualified and trained in branding and marketing i've done design yep. stuff and like i'm in a position in which i'm very very uh confident and happy in how websites are turning out and uh, I'm working on some stuff for you. I'm working on stuff for my sister. I've done some activated authors. I've done Renee's, I've done Rob's. 
Um, I've done obviously myself. I've done the other stories website. Got the wedding one as well. The photographer's. Yes, website. my friend who's a photographer. I've done her website, um, and most recently, one of the ones I'm super super happy of, mostly because like I'm just I like I'm riding I'm riding the vicarious success of this dude is um for anyone in the the community who is interested in finding out about horror authors mm -hmm. the talking scared podcast is like it's incomparable like it's part of <laughs> i won't i won't ever tell this directly but it is part of the reason that i stopped the writers of horror podcast because i was like oh you're doing this so fucking well um and it's <laughs> essentially it's like a deep dive into not just horror authors but specifics on their books and he will go granular on those questions and it is a delight to listen to um and i met neil in pittsburgh earlier this year serendipity he needed his website updated i've recently done his website which launched on tuesday and lo and behold it was a day that he launched his episode with stephen motherfucking king yeah so i got to launch a website the day that king was posted and it is now all up and it looks beautiful so um if you want to check that website out it's talkingscaredpod.com um but yeah, now now I'm all hands ready to go for anyone that would like a lovely little author website built and did. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and then the final thing, uh, which is the big thing that I've enjoyed for this week, uh, is I've been on a roll with cock. <laughs> that, I mean, who doesn't enjoy that? <laughs> that's never going to get boring to say. Um, for new listeners, it's not just a crass thing. Um, I'm writing a book called Cock, and it's all about a... I arguably killer cockerel. Um, and I think I'm probably about killer cock. Killer cock. I think I'm probably maybe five to 10,000 words off completion. Um, and I'm in a rhythm each morning of getting about 2,000 words down on it. So, should first draft should very, very soon be done. That's amazing. And it is dark and it is delicious and it is uh, very much me is is what i'm going to say like I've, i feel like i very much kind of found my stride with the things that i want to write this year um so it's not as um i would say when winter comes for those who have read it is more mainstream very sort of bit of an easy read yep. uh this is Agreed. a little bit yeah this is a little bit deeper a little bit headier um but I'm absolutely loving the story and I've commissioned the next one in the series, the cover art to come soon. So I'm hopefully going to get that. Um, so yeah, all the things are happening. Um, and a lot of the reason that things are starting to fall into place, I'm very aware of is that I've said no to a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. And I've been working over the last few months since my health incident to just really narrow down on the things I want to be doing, the things that work, the things that fit into my schedule. And I'm still not there yet, but I'm a hell of a damn sight closer to where I want to be. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Mm, mm, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my, that's all my goodies. How about yourself, Samantha Frost? What have you enjoyed this week? Um, well, obviously my sister and my niece, and that's been a lot of fun. I have also enjoyed just kind of taking some time. Um, I keep trying to like go through my life at the minute because when, number one, like at the minute days don't really mean anything because mm. everything feels very similar for me. Um, you know, just, because it's taken a, a long time for things to move forward. Uh, so days feel the same. 
and then it's summer holidays and so that means days lose all meaning um and so it's very easy for me to forget about the fact that the world is still working as it normally does and that I get into trouble with all sorts of things because I forget about things and all the rest of it so I keep trying to pull everything back um and I attempted to do that on Monday and it didn't quite work um so I was just like I took a couple of days because I was feeling just really sad and then my sister and my niece got here Mm -hmm. um and I just kind of enjoyed being with people um and I kind of took that pressure off myself for this week and I was you know I thought to myself like obviously I'm going to be seeing you soon um and so maybe that's something like we talked about that we could do together um so it's not so consuming on me and what what that's meant is that I've just had I've just had a little bit more time to I don't know just like enjoy being ill sounds like a weird thing to say but like (laughs) enjoy the time this week um like I've taken the pressure off I've spoken to clients like I've just allowed myself this week to you know understand that my body isn't working the way it should at the minute Mm -hmm. um and so it's not fair of me to try and demand the same things of myself that I would if it was working normally And what that's meant is that, like, you know, I've been drawing um, a lot and doodling and just doing other, like, creative things. And it doesn't so much feel like um, a cop-out. Yeah. A noise. That's, my dear Sam, is an aeroplane. Oh, wow. I shall mute. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, so, like, I found myself drawing... um, Astrid which is the main character of Ed's the Universe um and I really like the way she's she's kind of turned out I I've also like my brain has in the quiet moments this week which have been few and far between because like my house has been pregnant with people um I've my brain's really been like ticking over on that stuff and so like I'm you know it's just it's been nice. My, I've freed my brain from guilt and shame, and it's it's put me in a much uh, better mood. I can't guarantee I'll be the same tomorrow, but right now, today, and so far, it's been good. I mean, pain-wise, still horrendous. Um, yesterday, I went to Hobbycraft with the fam, um, and it's the first time in a long time that I've been out without the wheelchair, and that was simply because I didn't have anyone that would be able to push me around um but I was like I can do it and arguably I really shouldn't have done like I I got like halfway through and it was very mm-hmm. painful um but I'm still alive and I did it and I now know that currently that's not an option like if I'm going to go out for more than crossing the road to the shop I need you know I need kind of mobility assistance but mm-hmm. As you say to me, it's not forever. So, yes, yeah. There we go. That was a rambling monologue because that is what I do best. But well, uh, other things I've enjoyed this week. <laughs> two other very very quick things. Uh, number one for me is the thing that I can't talk about that happened a couple of weeks ago that is amazing, um, which I can't say on camera. <laughs> um, 
how do I say this tactfully to annoy everyone listening to the podcast so that only you will understand? Uh, Bulgaria. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. <laughs> That's going to be so cryptic. <laughs> uh, and the other thing, uh, we did hit up London last week for Pokemon Go Fest. Oh, of course, that's been between. Yes, of course. We went to, hang on, I've been living in this shirt. So, ah, um, oh, yeah. Podcast, obviously. Um, but yeah, if you are watching the podcast, you will see that I am holding up the official, the official. Pokemon Go Fest 2023 t-shirt. It was so good. It was so well, It was very wet. It rained a lot. Oh, I was in the wheelchair and I was I was wearing plastic bags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just living the classy, classy life. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah, something that just... something that I found amazing that I still like. I mean, people must have bought them beforehand because I didn't see them selling them anywhere. Those phone parasols, like people had little oh. clip-ons on top of their phone that were umbrellas yes. to stop their phones yeah, getting wet. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know what I'm doing next year if it comes back to the UK. Yep. It was glorious because I think whenever you get a lot of people together that are all there for the same thing, it's just, it's a really lovely environment because, you know, you just got, in this case, a, like a, uh, a park full of absolute nerds. Yeah. And it's just beautiful. Mm -hmm. Well, I imagine even the people who attend the BMP rallies have a good time. I mean, why are you going to take it there? <laughs> I was saying it's a good thing. No, I'm talking about BMP. <laughs> and you're like, BMP. <laughs> but no, it was really good. And like, one of the things that I love about that kind of thing is just people are friendly. You can chat. Um, one thing that I particularly enjoyed, and this goes a bit maybe quite niche into the geek, so feel free to yeah. skip ahead 20, 30 seconds. Um, but you can get a sign, literally write down the Pokemon that you want, hold it up, and within, what, five seconds? Yeah. Someone walks past and goes, I got that, you can have it. And I'm like, oh, so I managed to get a lot of Pokemon that I was previously unable to get into my decks. Yeah, you got your favourite Pokemon of all time. Olucha. Holucha that not you shiny, cannot though. catch in this country. Oh my no. god, really? <laughs> no, it's just not good enough. You can only get it in Mexico, so yes. I'm I'm quite pleased with that. But I mean, we've probably nerded out enough. So yeah. should we go into wins from the community for this week? Yes, let's. This this week we're going to go to the legendary Kiz, and yep. uh, Kiz had a bunch of wins for this week. So Kiz has outlined yet another novel. Sent the first chapter of a gothic horror for Critique uh, through a service that I'd not come across before called Critique Circle, um, which seems to be quite promising if you want to try and get actual decent reader feedback on your stories. Uh, they put together an editorial revision guide for the gothic horror novel and dedicated multiple evenings to just relaxing and gaming. Oh, That's the part yes. that brings me joy. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I Thing love is, that for you kids. So many podcasts, even when I first started listening to podcasts and writing, like every podcast I listened to was like, find every crevice in the day to write. And like, we're just like, play games, have fun, because yeah. you need the downtime. You need, as yeah. long as it's not like a problem and a distraction and you're not procrastinating, like spend some time to fucking enjoy your life. Yeah. And like, I would argue that a lot of the time when we start to procrastinate, it's because we need a break. Yeah. 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 A lot of the time. Not always. Not always. But not a lot of the time, Sandra. <laughs> okay, and so we will go into this week's question. Mm -hmm. And my question to you, Samantha Frost, which yes. 
I wonder why I'm asking this okay. is do I really need an author website? No. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> I mean, like brutally, brutally, honestly, do you absolutely 100% need one? No. no. Is it a very wise decision to have one? Yes. I think, um, especially now, like with most of the world having access to the internet um, and particularly like in like the big reader market so obviously England America Germany India like that's millions and millions of people and they all have access to the internet and there is something there's like a small little hackle that goes up on people if they're trying to look you up and you don't have a website because everyone expects services or you know like where they get products whatever to have a website so if they are say they've they've come across um one of your book ads or like they've found you on instagram or, or whatever and they like the look of it but they also know that like scam artists and all the rest of it are abound and they're trying to find you and you don't have your own presence online that you own uh then it, it does look a bit sketch Mm -hmm. honestly like there's been lots of times that i've tried to look for a website for somebody or like you know a product or whatever and it doesn't have one and it has prevented me from going further because i don't trust it mm -hmm. like if you if you can't invest in yourself then why am i and the truth of the matter is is that like you can get a website for free mm -hmm. you don't even have to pay for them i mean like you know, you don't want it to look like it's a free website, obviously, um, which is where, you know, if you have a little bit of money to throw at the problem, there are wonderful people that will do websites for you, Daniel Wilcox. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, I do think that it's important because it is a space that you own. Uh -huh. And I think we've talked about this before and I know definitely I've heard you speak about it on other podcasts before and, you know, it's it's something that lots of people talk about. Things like Instagram, TikTok, uh, Vine. Oh, wait, that doesn't exist anymore. That's kind of my point. Um, they own their sites. They own the algorithms. You are the product. They own They own it. They can change it up however they want. They can go out of business. They can be bought by um, narcissistic billionaires that entirely change the entire landscape and environment of it. But haven't changed the URL, which I find fascinating. Ugh. And just, just for people who aren't aware, who I don't know how, Twitter is now X. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so these things can change and disappear at a moment's notice, um, including Amazon, right? Like Amazon, you might sell your products on Amazon, but you don't own Amazon. That isn't your space. You are putting your services or your books or whatever hmm. on there. If, you know, like a huge competitor arrives, which is bound to happen at some point because that's just how markets work. Well, Play.com was the big online shop before Amazon crushed it. Yeah. Like we used to buy everything off Play.com and that's barely anywhere now. Yeah. Um, you know, the, if these things disappear or change or whatever, it can really, like, affect your, like, reach, your ability um, to like sell products your ability to connect with people so having your own space your own website that you own is a really smart idea because that's how you can like it it's a landing page for like your community your readers um 
you know, you can have your newsletter on there. You can mm -hmm. have like blog posts and galleries of pictures and behind the scenes and obviously your books you can like it's your space to do whatever you want and it stays there as long as you decide it stays there and it changes when you want it to change mm -hmm. and so just having that space that landing page is a really smart idea because like I say things change all the time and we don't have control over that so in summary Yes, I do believe it is a very smart idea to have a website. No, it is not 100% necessary, mm. but I do think you do yourself a disservice yes. um, by not. What, Mr. Web Designer, is your opinion on websites? <laughs> well, so I agree with you. I mean, my my website journey, um, as I say, started uh, 20, uh, probably 2012, 2013. Like, I'd done a few projects that I had friends who built websites who did some stuff for. And like, when I ran my first parkour tour, having a website, as you say, makes it just more professional. There's like a level of trust that comes in seeing an actual proper bona fide website, even though anyone can buy them, anyone can put whatever. There is something about, as you say, going onto Google and typing in that person and getting their website it go, that goes, okay, in some way, these are legitimate. They wouldn't have they've gone through the effort of having a website if it wasn't a proper thing. Um, and there is some truth to that. When when you first begin, as you say, you don't have to spend any money. There are a bunch of ways to get free websites. I mean, um, you do suffer is the wrong word, but they're not as um, professional looking. So my first ever website I built was a WordPress website. I just used all of their free stuff, their free templates. It was very restrictive. It was clunky. It was horrible. But I had a website and it was whatever the name was, .wordpress.com. And you used to be able to do things with Blogger and Blogspot and Wix and that kind of stuff where you can have free websites, but obviously they're going to anchor in their products onto your name because they're giving you something for free. Um, so you can you can go through that. And I think um, for me anyway, it's it, creating your website is a journey. I have had about seven big iterations of my personal website in the last nine, ten years that I've been authoring. Um, and that there's just a power in it being there. Like it's very, I think when you first approach getting a website, you're not quite sure what to put on there. You're worried that you don't have enough stuff, all that kind of thing. And Especially what you get to the about me section. Well, exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. And what, what I've done with quite a few clients is just literally built a one page website that literally has, hi, I'm this person. Here's what I write an about mm -hmm. section. Follow my newsletter. If they know what book they're writing and it's coming soon, you can do like a whole coming soon section, but it's really simple and it's there. Um, and then from there, you put all your things like, as you say, like your website really, um, the best way to describe it is just your home on the internet. It's where people will find you. It's where you live. It's where people knock on your front door. It's where you can point people towards all the different things that you do. Um, and in the beginning, that is going to be very small. That is going to be, as I say, either one page or a home and about and a contact, possibly books, um, works in progress. Like, I think one of the things that I've seen is a lot of people think, I need to wait until I've released a book to have a website because then I'm an author, which I would argue probably it's, there's more of a case for that, but there's nothing to stop you getting a website earlier to build that reputation, to build that brand, to start collecting an audience. And one of the advantages, as you said, like, you know, you can sell things direct on your website. So often there's a higher profit margin to be made from directing people to your website getting them to buy your eBooks, your audio books, whatever online, as opposed to going through Amazon and all these other ones that are like third party services that take a bigger uh, profit percentage. Yeah. Um, depending on the platforms you pick. So I'm a big proponent at the minute of using WordPress and I've kind of uh, trained myself quite heavily in creating good WordPress sites because interesting fact, I found out yesterday, 43% of the internet runs on WordPress. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. And so there's a lot of plugins. There's a lot of utility for different things you can do. Um, and yeah, like I think once you're definitely rolling with your author business, having the author website is for me a fundamental. It was yeah. one of the first things I did once I had stories out to share that, to have that. And even though I didn't get a lot of traffic in the beginning, I knew, like you said, that there was somewhere that people can come, they can verify that I'm real. Um, and it's just, I think per personally for me, it's a lot of fun as well. When you can, when you have a website that reflects who you are, that reflects your brand, that reflects all your books and stuff. It's so nice. Like sometimes I just go on my website and I'm like, look at all this stuff that I've done. This is awesome. I love that so much. Yeah. So I regularly, so my website, for example, I've got things like all my books on there, uh, all the podcasts. I've got um, speaking engagements that I've done. So every podcast I've been on, every talk that I've given, that's this is on there. Um, and again, that all started with one page and, and built up over time. And yeah, I just think, you know, there's, it, it really is your business card. It's your portfolio. It's your stamp of who you are on the internet and it's the place that as you say you can control yes you know things might change elsewhere things you know as you kind of pointed out vine's no longer tick, uh, twitter's all up in the air and changing tiktok came out of nowhere and will probably in a few years in the future fade down and something else will come along yeah, facebook like used to be all the rage and now it's not like yeah like look at snapchat yeah what what chat <laughs> nice. yeah so yeah you can Get free websites you can build businesses on things like etsy um you can create communities on facebook as i know people have done as you know activated authors begun uh well actually technically it began as a page on my website yeah and then we created the community to supplement that and then it evolved it evolved it evolved until it was activated authors and now that's its whole separate thing um but yeah i just i i think it's something that a lot of people maybe veer away from because it feels overly complicated. And I'll be honest, like setting up a website, a proper website does have a few obstacles to get there in the beginning. Like you need to find a host, you need to find a uh, web builder, uh, you need your domain name and all these things need to work together. And for people who are tech adverse, that is very, very um, confusing. And if it is confusing people, I have actually on the Activated Authors website put up a blog that is all about the basics and the fundamentals of how to start a website, including legend. information. Yeah. A legend. yeah, but it includes all of this stuff to give you an overview of, you know, if you're approaching a designer, if you're looking at doing it yourself, how each of these elements helps you get started, get built um, with some recommendations for just the first initial pages that you have on there. And uh, where was I going with that? Yes, it's, it's so it's difficult if you are tech adverse, but there are ways around it. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing to bear in mind as well, that does make things a little bit more complicated with uh, websites nowadays, is there are so many different screen sizes. There's oh, something, yes. something to be very aware of. Um, if you are approaching picking a web builder or anything else, try and find one that allows you to edit for mobile as well. Because it, again, it's like 60% of traffic now is on mobile as you know, yeah. you're, you're recognized from what you see in your hands. So it's no longer just good enough to make it good on a screen like a desktop or a laptop. It also yeah. needs to look good on mobile. Yes. So there's a, there's a lot of, I think that's the thing that's most off putting There's a lot of considerations to get started. And that is part of the reason that I did begin this service um, to allow myself to toot my own horn for a second, like I'm good at it. Yeah. But also one of the things that I very specifically wanted to start this service with is the fact that I'm building websites in a way that people can edit and maintain after I'm done. 
because quite a lot of people over the years for different reasons have come to me because the websites that they've had web designers build they can't then edit without the web designer being paid to do more work mm -hmm. and the one aim that i have with this is here's the website here's how it works it's the the stuff that i use is easy to make go so off you go if you do need anything let me know but it's designed so that an author can like run off and do whatever the hell they want to with it yeah yeah and i would say as i um i can't remember who said this and that's going to annoy me um but as with anything start with where you are and yes. what you have mm -hmm. do what you can and then as you know more you can do more mm -hmm. and as you do more you can make more and as you make more then you can like do more and it's just a yeah. thing i mean my um website i i am very tech averse like it's it it is a different <laughs> language to me and i am not good with different languages um but i managed to um put my website together um, and like i was quite happy with it uh -huh. but then you know when dan said he was doing this i i was like please can you do better um uh -huh. so I do think, sorry, a little sense just has popped up saying my connection is unstable. It lagged a bit, but we heard you. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, absolutely start with what you have and where you're at. Um, it is amazing to have someone um, that knows how to do it, that can take all that hassle off you and do it for you. Mm -hmm. Um but of course, with anything that is removing friction in your life, it's going to cost money. Um, yeah. So if you're not there yet, like don't beat yourself up. It is it is doable. Um, and if it is kind of, you know, your first book, as we say with the books, it, with the, you know, with the, as much love in the world, no one's waiting for it, really. And in actually a positive way, no one particularly cares because it's your first book, mm -hmm. you're unproven, no one really knows who you are. Um, it's the same with your website. It's fine if it's, you know, a little bit clunky or whatever, just as long as you've done the best you can with what mm -hmm. you've got and then you go from there. It's that's, it's so much better to, to do that than be an all the gear, no idea person. Yeah. When, you know, you spend so much money on all the different things and you haven't got a clue on how any of them work and then you just wasted your money and you've mm -hmm. got a load of stuff that you don't understand and is benefiting nobody. So, yeah. Yeah. And I have, I've, I've had, um, this was a few years back before I've really started doing a lot of this properly. Um, but I had a friend come up to me because she was starting a cake business mm -hmm. and, uh, a family friend who quote designed websites, charged her 200 quid for what was a crap Squarespace website that she could oh. have done herself. And so in like a day or two, I redesigned her entire website in the way that she liked it so she could actually do what she needed mm. to. Because again, like a lot of people, it's because because there is a lot of techno jargon and stuff in setting up a website, it's very easy for people to take advantage of you. Um, and so it helps to have, you know, to take a second, have someone that you trust. Um, and hopefully I come across on the podcast is quite trustworthy. Um, but That's it is grand plan. Ah, <laughs> it's all been leading to this. Um, <laughs> But no, like, it's it's something that I think if you can find, you know, people that you connect with, people that you trust, because my alternative to me building a website would have been just Googling people and just randomly searching in the dark. 
and that's where you find a lot of the sharks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, there were a couple other things I wanted to mention as well. The the first one, so domain names, a bit of a tip on when you get your domain names. So for people who don't know necessarily what that means, a domain name or your URL is what is typed into the search bar, your www.website.com. Um, that points people to where you are. Mm-hmm. A bit of advice for you, keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Like I, mine, mine is just my name. If you're a brand, put your brand. But like, you know, I, I use an example in the blog of if people are looking for Stephen King, they go to stephenking.com. They don't go mm-hmm. to iwriteReallyGoodHorror.com. Mm-hmm. So some people like to get clever with domain names, but just be aware that if you do do that, it may make it more difficult for people to find you. You really just need like a massive red door that people can knock on just to be like, oh, here's your stuff. Well, mine um, is just masterofnone.com. Yeah. And so even if a website uh, when you go to find out if you if the domains are available and someone else has it, still try to be clever with what you got. Yeah. Like, for example, Talking Scared Podcasts couldn't get Talking Scared Podcasts, so you got TalkingScaredPod.com. Um, it, it's just an easy way to go. And um, the other thing to bear in mind as well, uh, kind of bouncing off what you were saying, there are some really big authors with some really shit websites. Mm-hmm. Like, it really hurts me. <laughs> <laughs> like it really like there's, there's, I'm not going to say names but there are a few people that I know that I am going to be reaching out to and just being like look I'm I'm here like if you ever want to talk like you don't have to go through this alone <laughs> but come on come on it's amazing how many people like have websites that look like they were developed when the internet first arrived sure. like when i when i used to research up like casting directors and agents to uh-huh. approach yeah god good god mm-hmm. it's like they don't want to work yeah mm-hmm. so yeah to sum up do you need a website no does it help Yes. And especially once you've published a book and you're kind of building a reputation, it's just, I mean, I, I think of my website as more for me, as I say, like, I like going on there and being like, yes, I've done all this stuff, but obviously it's, you know, if I put DanielWilcox.com anywhere, people are going to go to that. They're going to see all the books. They're going to see the podcasts. They're going to see all the things that I've pointed them towards. Um, you know, I've layered the website in a way that I hope is easy to navigate, which again has come from experience because there was a point in which my website was fiction and nonfiction, which kind of worked, but it was also very confusing. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And one last thing I will say is if it is possible talking about like domain names and things is try to keep the same if not very similar across all of your things yes um so for example like my instagram which is the social media that i use the most is at mastress of none my youtube channel is mastress of none my website is mastress of none just because it makes it so much easier then if someone like stumbles on you somewhere and likes what you do and wants to see more and they're you know and they're trying to find like your website or your instagram or i don't know your tiktok or what whatever they're looking people for. don't want to have to search for you no it is literally about just removing as much friction as mm-hmm. possible for people and yeah. if you are known as the same thing across everything that you do it just makes it just makes life just yeah people I couldn't get Daniel Wilcox on a lot of social medias because it was already taken by some Australian that hasn't used it in seven years um not he's that I'm bitter he's fine with it but uh 
I I followed that advice. I've got I've got Wilcox author across all social media. So even though it's slightly yeah. different to the website, people know that they're looking for me on social. That's mm-hmm. what it is. It's not Wilcox author and then Wilcox underscore author and then mm-hmm. Wilcox author one like across different platforms. Like yeah, tra- like I if I'm starting any business as I often do, um, I will actually even if I'm not planning on using the platforms, I will open up all of the main platforms and just see if I can get the consistency. Claim them again, even if I'm not going to use them. And then they're there for if I ever need to use those services. I, I bet that's what that Australian did. Oh, Daniel Wilcox, you knob. Yeah, it's funny. There is an uh, in Australia. <gasps> yeah, she's she's considerably more successful than I am. Wow. Uh, I wonder if they've a, got a podcast. She, I think she's like a model and she's been in a lot of like reality TV. Her abs are a lot more impressive. <laughs> <laughs> One uh, final thing to round off this episode from myself. Um, if you look up an average, just give people an indication of how much it roughly costs for a web designer. The general averages can be anything from £800 to £1,500. Some people go as high as like five grand, depending on who you use, what their experience is, all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm £500 over at activatedauthors.com forward slash websites, or just go to activatedauthors.com and check it in the tab. Um, but by all means, as always with the stuff, there's never any pressure, but I'm here should you need anything. And it's, for me, it's something I'm really enjoying at the minute. Like it's, yeah. I'm really just, it, it kind of just uses a lot of stuff that makes me happy. So I'm really enjoying just helping people make their stuff look better. Yup. 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 Yeah, and we'll leave it there. So um, I guess just a reminder that we have our free community on the line over at Discord. Uh, you can join us on activatedauthors.com or activatedauthors.com slash join. And you can jump into our community absolutely free. Say hi to me. Say hi to Sam. Say hi to Kiz. Say hi to all of the gang. Um, yeah. And a big welcome to a bunch of the new people that joined after my interview with Joanna Penn over at the Creative yeah. Pen. Lovely to see some more people drop over into the Discord and get involved in the chat. Um, and a final reminder for if you need any website design over at activatedauthors.com forward slash websites. Mm-hmm. Anything else from yourself, Sam? Uh, I would just like to remind people that we are a mere three months away from Nano. Oh, shit. Oh, no, the bells are tolling. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like when you said people, you meant me. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, Nano's coming soon. <laughs> if you're getting involved in NaNoWriMo, uh, do check out our uh, 50k writing camp on Activated Authors. Um I'm like 90% sure they're paid. They're not there. affiliated or linked. No, no. We just offer a community space in which you can write and drive towards your 50,000 word goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll leave it there for this week. So there's nothing left to say other than a massive thank you to you, Sam Frost. <laughs> uh, and you, the listeners, for tuning in. We appreciate you and the time you choose to spend with us each and every week. And as always, if you're looking to, to level up your writing and activate your author career, head on over to... Where did I go, Sam? Activatedauthors.com slash join if you want to join our free discord community bam nailed it see you guys next week (laughs) see you next week goodbye bye bye (laughs) activate your energy